Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Itch Your World podcast. I'm your host, Julia Hawkins, and welcome to a new week, a new episode, a new month. Um, yeah, welcome to February. I'm super excited for this month, and as you can see by the title of today's episode, we are going to be talking about friendship, how to be a good friend, how to find good friends, how to truly surround yourself with people who you love, you feel comfortable with, you can trust, all of that good stuff. But before we get into that, I kind of wanted to talk about the new month and the fact that we're in a new month and kind of what we should all be doing and implementing for ourselves and in our lives for this new month. So if you guys did not know, I do some life coaching on the side and I was sparked with a new idea the other day from a friend who also has a life coach because I was having a conversation with her and I was asking like, hey, like, I know you have a life coach. I'm also a life coach for some people. I need some new ideas. I want to make sure I'm giving them like the most I can. I want to make sure I'm there for them. So we're just having this conversation going on about a life coach. And I got a new idea that was like, okay, for each month, let's set a theme for that month. And so I was thinking, so the theme for February, I told my client, is going to be peace. And I'm sharing this with all of you because I also really started thinking about this since I spoke about it this morning. But the theme for February is going to be peace. So think about these two questions. Become aware of where does peace already exist in your day-to-day life and where is it missing? And because when you become aware of these two things, you're going to begin noticing patterns, emotions, feelings, all these different things. So I may say, okay, in these situations, I feel peaceful, I feel good. And in these situations, the peace is missing. There's some conflict, there's some tension, there's some uneasy emotions. And the first step to replacing those situations with peace is to become aware of it. So if you're listening to this, this month pay attention to where the peace exists in your life and where it's missing from maybe jot down some notes keep a journal just somewhere keep track of it so that maybe if you forget some things you can remember or maybe if you're in a situation and you notice something right then and there jot it down in your notes app in your phone so you remember it and you don't forget later on but yeah let's just jump into today's episode we're going to talk about friendship so I thought of this idea because I myself also took the Enneagram personality test this morning and I found out that I am a type 9 personality. I am the peacemaker. And when I was taking the test, um, there was a lot of questions about friendships and how we deal with things and all of those kinds of things. And so I found out that I'm the peacemaker. I don't like conflict, I like peaceful situations, I tend to just go with the flow of things, and all that good stuff. So the questions in the anagram test about friendship got me really thinking like, hey, like, I've messed up a lot of times in my life in friendships, and other people have hurt me in friendships, so I want to talk about it. I want to share some knowledge, some experiences, and just some things that I think will be able to help you guys out in your relationships in your lives so when you look for a friend you want to make sure that you're looking for the qualities and values in a person that you yourself have or that are super important for you 
And the first step may be to even make a list and jot down all of the values that are important to you. Because off the top of my head, I don't know if I can make a list. So the first step for me would to go be to go in my notebook and make a list of, okay, what values in a friend are super important to me? Like what values would I want in a friendship? What qualities would I want that person to have? So go in your notebook and make a list of these things. Next, you wanna make sure that this person, you share similar hobbies. Of course, also, it can be good to be opposite in ways. You don't wanna be the same person as someone else. But also, you wanna make sure you share some hobbies so that you can do things that make you happy and you enjoy doing together. Because when you do the things you love to do with someone that loves to do the things you love to do just as much as you, it makes it a lot more fun and it makes you feel good. Do you have a connection? Just think about the current friends in your life. Do you have surface level connection or do you have a deep connection? If you're finding yourself having a lot of surface level connections with people, meaning the conversations don't go deep, you kind of just talk about very basic stuff, ask yourself, why are you friends with this person? Is it because they're just in front of you? For example, when you're in high school, you're surrounded by a small group of people every day. So you tend to find friends in your high school, in that group of people you're surrounded with. Now, of course, you're going to find probably at least one real true friend while you're in high school, but I guarantee you, because think about how small the group of people actually is. And if these are the only people that you have been surrounded with your whole life, that's such a small group of people compared to every single person in the world. And when everyone comes from the same town with a similar background, there's not a lot of variety. And so think about how many people are out there in the world. There are so many more people out there that will be like you, like the things you like to do, have the values that you value. So ask yourself the question, why are you friends with the people you're friends with? And if you're in high school, like I said, or even if you're in college, are you friends with them because they're the only people in front of you? And if the answer to that question is yes, don't be scared to be alone because that's one of the things that a lot of people in high school I think are scared of is you're just friends with the people in front of you because you don't want to be the person without any friends. Of course, no one wants to be alone. Everyone wants to have at least one friend that they can trust. But if you're unhappy in a friendship, it's almost better to go through the journey alone because you're going to find yourself, you're going to be confident in yourself, you're going to know how to make yourself happy and you're going to be doing the things you want to do. Now, of course, you can say, that's so hard. I don't want to be alone, or I don't want to be the only person who stays at home every night while everyone else goes out. I get it. Trust me. But don't pretend to be something else just because you want to have friends or just because you want to fit in. Make sure you're being your true self, no matter who you're with or what you're doing. And if you find that you're changing any part of yourself or that you're doing something you don't want to do, you need to surround yourself with better people. You need to surround yourself with people who will accept you, who will trust you, who you can trust, who you will love, because if you're not, you are going to be the one who ends up hurt and unhappy. Um, so find people that you can have a deep connection with because there's people out there and you don't even know it yet. You don't even know that there's someone out there that likes to do the exact same thing as you. Maybe you're opposite in every other way, but maybe you share that one hobby in common. Or maybe you shared that one value in common, but it's the most important value in a friendship to you. 
that person is out there. And that person's going to be your best friend and that person's going to trust you and you're going to be able to trust that person. So never settle for something just because it's the only thing that's in front of you. So we talked about values, we talked about connection, personality types. Like I said, I took the personality test today and that was something that, I mean, I've heard of it before, but I never thought, hey, let me take this. So I took that test and it was really interesting. Even just taking the test helps me discover a lot and learn a lot because as you're taking this test, it asks you a set of like 140 questions, but they're difficult questions to answer. And some of them are really deep and that get you thinking like, wow, I do this thing and maybe that thing's not good or I do this and I like that about myself. So I would definitely recommend taking the Enneagram personality test because it's really interesting. I'm gonna read you guys what mine is because it's really cool. So I'm the type nine and the nine is the peacemaker. And right here in front of me, it says, nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to get along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems, and minimizing anything upsetting. They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. At their best, indomitable and all-embracing they are able to bring people together and heal conflicts basic fear is of loss and separation basic desire is to have inner stability peace of mind enneagram nine with eight wing is the referee enneagram nine with one wing the dreamer keep motivations want to create harmony in their environment, to avoid conflicts and tension, to preserve things as they are, to resist whatever would upset or disturb them. So yeah, we have called personality type nine the peacemaker because no type is more devoted to the quest for internal and external peace for themselves and others. They are basically spiritual seekers who have a great yearning for connection with the cosmos as well as with other people. They work to maintain their peace of mind just as they work to establish peace and harmony in their world. The issues encounter in the nine are fundamental to all psychological and spiritual work. Being awake versus falling asleep to our true nature, presence versus entrancement, openness versus blockage, tension versus relaxation, peace versus pain, union versus separation. Ironically, for a type so oriented to the spiritual world, nine is the center for the of uh, the center of the instinctive center, and is the type that potentially most grounded in the physical world and in their own bodies. The contradiction is resolved when we realize that nines are either in touch with their instinctive qualities and have tremendous elemental power and personal magnetic. Oh my gosh, I can't say that word. Or they are cut off from their instinctual strengths and can be disengaged and remote, even lightweight. I'm going to stop there because it goes on and on, but I don't want to read to you guys forever. But basically, take the test, find out what you are, and then it will show you a little graph. And it'll show you also the number you are of your personality when you're at your worst and the number when you are um, at your best. And so basically, I'm a type 9, but when I'm at my worst, I'm a 6 because that means I'm stressed. And when I'm a three, that means I'm growing. So it's really interesting. And 
you guys need to take it. Now, to go back to what we were saying before of the, you need to make sure you're being friends with people who value you and respect you and why are you friends with the people you are? You need to make sure you have self-worth for yourself because if you respect yourself, if you love yourself, you're never going to choose people who don't think of you the same that you think of yourself. If you don't like yourself, you're going to probably choose to be friends with people who also don't value you. But if you love yourself, if you respect yourself, if you value yourself, you're automatically only going to choose to be friends with people who view you the same that you view yourself. Life is a mirror. The way you talk about yourself is the way other people will talk about you. The way you feel about yourself is the way other people will feel about you. Everything is a reflection, a manifestation of what goes on in the inside. So we might say, what makes a best friend versus a friend? For me, I have to consider someone a best friend. I have to feel comfortable with them. I like. I'm the kind of person who can't just go out and socialize. I need to either feel comfortable around someone, I need to feel energized, or I need to have a social battery. Whatever it may be, I'm a person who loves alone time. I need a lot of alone time. I love being alone, but after being alone for so long, sometimes you crave other people. You want to have interaction. So for me, a best friend is someone who I can be alone with, or I can be with, but it feels like I'm being alone. Someone who I can trust, someone who values the same things I do, someone who is a genuine good person, someone who respects my decisions, someone who won't talk bad about you behind your back. It's just someone that you can trust with anything. A friend is someone who you may hang out with a few times here and there, do fun things with, but not necessarily the person who you would choose to spend your more sacred time with, if that makes sense. A friend might not be someone you would trust to tell personal things about. So I think we might just leave it there. That was a pretty good overview, I would say, but definitely go take the personality test and start asking yourself the questions. Why am I friends with these people that I'm friends with? And if you have amazing answers, perfect, you found your people. And if maybe you're having a hard time coming up with answers, make a list of the values that you look for in a person and the values that you have and just the qualities that you would look for in a person. And once you do that, you'll find that more people with those qualities, those people with the same values, will flow into your life. You just have to put it out there and it will come back to you. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. That was a super fun one to record. And I'm always open to new ideas too. So if you ever have something you want to hear about, ever have something you need advice on, my DMs are open. You can always DM me on Instagram and I will make sure I talk about whatever you guys want to hear. Because if you listen to this podcast, I appreciate you so much. You guys have no idea. And I'm so grateful for everyone who listens and tunes in every week the upload days have been a little all over the place but we have been at one episode a week so i'm super proud of myself for staying consistent with that but make sure you guys um subscribe to me on youtube if you haven't already we're almost at 4,000 subscribers which is actually insane to me i remember when i literally had 200 and i would upload like three videos a week but that's what it's all about staying consistent with something because when you stay consistent with something No matter how long it takes, you will see the reward and you will see the results. And I think it's almost more fulfilling when it takes a little longer because it's about the journey. 
And if you stay consistent with it and you prove to yourself that, hey, this is truly what I love to do, you'll see the results and it feels that much better. But thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week.